Good afternoon, my friends, and welcome to Kathy Chat. We absolutely love having people on this show that will light you up and get you so excited about life that you can hardly sit still in your chair. Today is absolutely that person. And I am so excited if you haven't, if there's one person left on the planet that hasn't met you already, this is the chance. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you to the one and only, the awesome lady from Down Under, Misty Henkel. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm so good, Kathy. I'm so excited to be here with you. Well, it's wonderful to have you. And I really seriously have been watching you from afar. Uh, we got to meet on Happy Neighborhood Project, I think a year, over a year ago now. Mm -hmm. And I've been stalking you and watching your success journey. And it's been magnificent. I, I've been loving it. Actually, I've learned a lot of tips from you in regards to YouTube. So networking, I always did. Um, well, I've done for 10 years. I'm a salesman. So um, from salesman, sales trainer, you know, like I actually believe that if you can, what I like about being a salesman is that uh, you earn commission, right? Or as a barmaid, not so much in Australia, but I like the idea over in America that, you know, you can earn tips, which means you can earn more than what you're getting paid. And all you have to do is be friendly and helpful. And um, as a salesman, go into a job here in Australia. And if you're a salesman, you earn a wage. And if you sell over and above what you're expected, you can earn a commission. So, um, and the secret really is just becoming friendly and helping someone get what they're after. And so from there, I really have always liked the idea of being in charge of my own money. Yes, it's good to get paid, but it's also good to know how to do it yourself should you need to. And so from salesman to sales trainer is um, how that happened, but it was only 10 years ago that I discovered networking. So I started as a salesman in hospitality and retail. And here in Australia, they don't go networking. I'd never heard of it. Um, so I discovered a networking event purely by accident and uh, wandered in when I was 35 going, oh my God, here's the secret <laughs> to sales. I mean, if I was still selling mattresses now, all I have to do is go in there and just say, so I sell mattresses to people who have trouble sleeping at night because often it would be because they had a really old mattress and it was all lumpy now and they probably needed it updated. But I thought with networking, never will you walk into a room where people are more interested to find out what it is you do. So from that first event, I thought I'll go to as many as I can over the next year and let's see how, if I can pull apart networking and then teach that back as a sales tool. And so that's where um, the, the, the different sort of sales training is that has come out from me. I have found over the years that, that very seriously, it's a matter of the people who are the best leaders continue learning from other leaders. And you're a prime example of that. And I very seriously, I stalk you. I get to see all these amazing organizations that you belong to and the people that you have helped. And you always say, what is the problem that you solve? Do you happen to remember that very first sale that you ever got? Not necessarily the first sale, but uh, one of my first jobs, actually, yeah, one of my first jobs was working in a costume shop. And I still go back and think about it. I was about 13 or 14 years old and um, I used to make clothes, so it kind of made sense, you know, and I like costumes and things. But I went in there and I had to, um, I had to talk to people about costumes for parties and help them pick something. And I was rubbish at it. Like, I mean, they had a book that had like, if it was the alphabet, so just pick things in the alphabet. 
And I was so rubbish at it because I would, looking back, I would often say, well, what do you like? But that's the point. If they knew what they liked, they wouldn't be having trouble, right? Um, And then, um, so I was really rubbish at it. But looking back, I can see how I could have done that different. Then I worked um, in the delicatessen section of one of our local supermarkets. I remember my aunt coming in and she said, um, sell me something. I'm hungry and I'd like a sandwich. And I'm like, do you like pastrami? She said, I have no idea. You decide what I'm buying, you decide what I'm going to turn it into, and you decide how much I need. And um, I was quite stumped at her difficultness, but it did show me later on that actually as the salesman, we can guide the person and help them make decisions in a really nice way. And you've got two ways to use it. You can use it for good or you can use it for evil. You know, I used to look into, um, as a barmaid, I would say to my boss, like my manager, I said, how do, um, you know, is there any sales training that I can do here? I feel like I need to do it. Um, And he said, no, not really. And we're looking back, you know, 25 years ago. So I didn't have the internet then. Well, apparently it was out. But, you know, sales training wasn't that easy to find and it wasn't, no, prolific on the internet. I didn't have it. And um, so he didn't have it to direct me somewhere. And um, and so I started reading books. And so I was all about add-on sales, how to sell more to the person that was in the room. But there are keys to that. You can't sell them more than what they need. And so I learned, so little tips that I'd learned along the way. I remember when I was about 24, so being barmaid for six years, and my mum would say, yeah, but you're just a barmaid. I'm not, I'm not just a barmaid. I'm like the greatest barmaid on the planet. I said, mum, people come in with no money. They leave with even less, but they thank me for it. And they come back the next day. And it's not, um, and it's not because of what I sold them. It was because of the time that they got there. You know, I put on the music. I let them play pool. I let them enjoy themselves. If they want to sit at the bar, even though they're not supposed to, I chat to them. It's actually, it's the experience that sits behind all of the sales that has someone by. I mean, I used to, I I still say it, you know, my job as a barmaid was to make sure that nobody left with money in their wallet. So I'd say there's no such thing as a drunk person while you got money in your wallet. But the truth is as well, that was my job. I, I mean, people came out to have some drinks, have some food and really enjoy themselves. And, um, you know, when the money run out, don't collect more, don't get more out, just just go and come back tomorrow, you know. So there was things in the experience. I remember being, in 2002, I wanted to be a travel agent because I love traveling. And I went to the, lo- the little town I lived in. I went to the travel agent there and said, can I do work experience so I can learn this? And they sent me four hours away to Melbourne to do a course on how to book flights, which is really hard, by the way. And um, so, but while I was in Melbourne, they also sent me to a seminar, a, 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 a sales seminar, which I'd never been to before. And the guy got up to speak and he was actually speaking. So again, this is in 2002. Apparently the the travel industry was trying to charge a service fee for people who book travel. So if I was a travel agent, I would get commission when someone went on a holiday. But prior to them going on a holiday, I might sit with them for a really long time and go through all the different options. And then whether they booked the holiday or not, they were looking to charge a service fee for the effort that the the travel agent had done, you know, like $150 service fee. And his job was to teach us how to sell the service fee. And he said, it's got nothing to do with price and everything to do with how you treat the person and what you talk about. 
And I believed everything that he said. I went home. I can still tell you most of his talk from, what, 20 years ago. I don't remember who he was. He was super tall. I remember that because he talked about limousines and about the length of a limousine because he was tall, but I don't know who he was. And, um, and I left going, I want to be you. I believe in everything that you've said. I get it as a salesman. I went home telling my mom and my mom said, I couldn't care less how, how someone treats me so long as I get it at the cheapest price. And I looked at her and thought, I don't believe that. And what I have actually taken from that over the years is the guy was at least 10 to 15 years in front of his time. The idea of how you speak to someone and it doesn't matter what you charge was just about 15 years earlier than then and so he was passing on this message way early than what we were used to but you need to hear these messages a number of times before you take it on and start doing it yourself and so as a result i've learned that with sales training too what is it that you need to know right now that it's going to take you a while to wrap your head around but if you practice it so elevator pitch in an elevator pitch if you say what you sell and how much it costs i mean most people are concerned about saying the price but the salesman's question is what the sales question a customer will say is how much does it cost that's their buying question that's where they're headed towards to buy if you the salesman can't answer that right i go oh well you see well what it is or i don't want to if you skirt around that question then the customer can't buy the worst that can happen is someone goes let's say sales training right um, I could sell sales training. Let's say I sold it for $10,000. $10, oh my God, who pays that? And all these terrible things could come out of that. But the truth is, is somebody just has to get used to the idea first. Anyway, they're not buying straight away. They're just getting used to the idea. I could do it the other way around. Now, I sell, sales training starts at $20 for me. So $20.22 is uh, what's a personal coaching session? $20.22. The year is 2022. So it's 2022. And I get this. 2022 who pays that why is that so cheap i still get someone not understanding the price and as a salesman my job isn't to explain the price it's just to let it sink in and let them work it out themselves right so there's these things in sales that that we muck up as a salesman so i can just teach you here's where the trial and error is going to be practice this and just be quiet and let the customer sort it out so yeah so there's many different i don't even remember your question now but um, <laughs> but yeah. But the price is a wonderful topic because uh, I have learned over the years that regardless of what someone is selling, literally, as just like you said, as soon as you say the price, it takes that question out of their mind, and that's fantastic. But I have heard people say it's ninety nine dollars, and then they say ninety nine dollars, I can't afford that. And then you say it's $10,000 and they go, $10,000. I can't afford that. And yes. So it doesn't matter. What Here's another one. That's Let's right. have fun with this one, right? Let's say you go down to your local supermarket. In Australia, milk is the same price. It never goes on special. It's always the same price. Week in, week out, never changes, right? Let's say I went down to the supermarket to get milk today. For some reason, there was a sign that said, all milk today, free. You'd be saying, free what's wrong with it well, why why is it free the price is going to confuse the person the first time they see it anyway or hear it anyway in which case get the confusion out of the way here's what's really ironic right let's take networking as an example kathy we go out networking with the plan of i want customers and we understand the first few times we go that we're not going to get customers so if i can explain what i do maybe i'll get referrals right 
Refusing to say what you sell and how much it costs by, by just giving an explanation is like the game in Australia, we call it Chinese Whispers. I believe over in America, it's called Telephone, where you whisper in someone's ear a little story and see what it ends up at the end, right? Um, in China, because we call it Chinese Whispers, in China, it's called Linking the Dragon, because <laughs> you can't call it Chinese Whispers because it means something else, right? Um, so, you know, different places call different things. Anyhow, um, uh, if I want customers, right, and I want you to get my message to pass on as a referral. Let's say you found someone who had trouble closing sales and said, I know someone who helps closing sales. There's two questions that person is going to ask you. What does she sell and how much does it cost? If you can't answer that, you can't pass on a referral. If I never tell you my price and product, right? And if I just said, I help people who struggle to close sales, I do it with a program. It's, um, it's a pretty easy program we all get in as a group and, um, you know, we practice different selling techniques. Then Kathy, if you found someone who struggled to close sales, I know a woman who does that. Oh yeah. What does she sell? How much does it cost? I can't tell you exactly what she sells. I mean, it's to do with sales training. I don't know how much it costs, but what she does is a group thing and she gets you into a program and all together and she, you practice selling stuff. The next person is going to go, yeah, yeah. I don't think I need that. So your effort to pass on my long explanation without actually saying what I do or how much it costs is going to be detrimental for the referrals. So um, often I'll have people say, don't say the price. Why not? It's not a secret. And now I have more people who do deliver the price at networking events or at just in general, learn to say it, right? And then they make sales and someone else will come along and say, don't say your price. I mean, you know, don't tell them that straight away. And the answer becomes, why not? It's not a secret. And then that person then goes, oh yeah. I mean, if you Google it, you're going to find it. I mean, if you ask me, like, like I'm going to have to tell you eventually, how do you buy it if you don't know the price? And, um, and then of course it makes them think, oh yeah, actually that's kind of, that's kind of key. And I make sales like, um, how we shop. So my best example is this, how do we do the grocery shopping? right? We might have a list of what we're after, but ultimately, or how do groceries sell to us? They sit on a shelf with the price. That's it. And there's our informed decision. I mean, if we really aren't sure between a couple of different items, let's say we take tomato ketchup, which brand am I supposed to get? We'll pick it up. We'll look at it, but we'll probably look at the label and go, which one's pretty? What's the price? I wonder how much it costs. In the end, it's going to be an experiment. I'll grab that one and if it's delicious, we'll get it again. And if it's no good, I'll get a different one next time. You know, I'll accept I made a mistake and I'll see if I can find the best one through trial and error of tasting. But ultimately, they sit on the shelf silently, they display a price without judgment and they let us walk past and go, buy me today, buy me tomorrow or don't, someone else will. I have no problems with that. And if that's how we buy, if that's how products sell themselves to us, and if that's how we buy, then as a salesman in today's world, because Google is so prolific in today's world, that's all we need to do to sell is become product on a shelf, product price, let the customer decide. But our job becomes advertised to the masses, not try to convince the one person that's standing in front.
That's a beautiful message. I call that taking yourself out of the equation because it is not my fault or my this or my something. It is literally technique and you are so great at teaching us technique. I would be remiss if I did not mention that incredible tiara on your beautiful head. You have to tell us about your comment. <laughs> How did this happen? All right, so um, from my networking, right? So at the beginning of my networking days, in that first year that I started networking, started with the Chamber of Commerce, I discovered B&I, and then I would find all these different networking events. And within six months, I was showing up at so many events like well-known obscure ones that people would go oh that's the networking queen and so that came about so i was given that 10 years ago and i thought let's just run with that and of course as i go from networking all the networking but as a sales trainer i'll often get called either the networking queen or the sales queen or sales training queen or something like that so then a couple of years ago i was getting a picture done. so i had a picture taken Oh, back in 2017, right? And it ended up being the front cover of my book. Where's the camera? Right, front cover of my book. This beautiful picture here. But of course, I don't look like that every day. So I needed an updated one. And the new photographer, this one moved to New Zealand. So the new photographer that was in my group, um, her name's Tracy Murray. She said, um, okay, so I'm going to take three pictures. I'm like, why? I only need one. She said, no, we need one for your About You page on your website. I don't have one. And then she said, I don't have a website, so I don't need that. She said, we're doing it anyway. She said, we're going to do one of you as a classic one, and then we're going to do one of you in your element doing what you do, right? And she said, I don't care that you don't have websites one day if you do, but you need three photos, right? So me as a classic is just me without a crown, right? And then me for my About Me page, it's actually me with my boys. So with Jack and Noah, I think they're about 8 and 10 at the time. They're now 10 and 12. Oh, they're a bit, they were smaller than that. Anyhow, they're now 10 and 12. But then I've gone, me as a salesman, like, what is that? Like, as a networking person, what do I do? Hold up a bunch load of cards? Is that what I do? Or, um, you know, what am I holding cash? Like, how awful, what is that? And then I've suddenly gone, you you know, since I'm known as a networking queen, could I just wear it? Can I dress up as a queen? Can I wear a cape? Can I have a scepter and wear a crown? She said, you can have the crown, but you're not having the rest. And so then I had to go find a crown and I found a few different crowns. And so now this is becoming my classic photo. I gave it to my mom because I never use it. Um, me and the crown is the one. And then the other one of the about me I use often is um, I'm sitting there and my boys have the crowns. So it's the queen without the crown, the queen and her princes. And then they're in the crowns. And so it all, the theme comes along, but yeah, we all just get to wear crowns. And now everybody says, I want to be the queen of something, be the queen of Airbnb, be the queen of writing books, be the queen of, you know, editor coach or something like that. Yes. Or the king of uh, Paul Valley, the king of um, Google business page. Yes. We should actually get in a group shot with crowns. And then we could just be the whole monarchy. <laughs> Absolutely. And one thing I'd like for you to post in uh, this video, like in the comment section, I would love for you to take that caricature picture of you because that is spectacular. And be sure and post that in the comment section. You can't do it from here. Yeah, that one. Um, be sure and post that once we've got it on Facebook Live. It'll be on uh, LinkedIn soon also, because I definitely want people to see that because it definitely captures you. Now, yes. by the way, you sidestep uh, something a second ago, my friend. I need you to hold up that book again. It looks like I know the author. I know. Tell me about that. Okay. So um, 
I read a lot of books and all my sales training came from books. And I've had people over the years always say, oh my God, I wish I'd recorded, this is prior to Zoom, right? I wish I'd recorded it all. If only you had it in a book, you should write a book. And I hadn't, and when I finally got around to doing it, it really came down to this, right? I've got so many thoughts and ideas, I can flood, flood, flood. And what I know from all of my sales books is there's so much cool stuff in it that we tend to read the book, put it down and go, that was amazing, I don't know where to start. And people would say that to me. So when my book came about, um, I really thought I'm not gonna write a book until I can make it really small and fast and easy to read. And it's gotta be on a topic. So this topic is overcoming obscurity. How, I'm trying to find the camera, how to get noticed in the marketplace so you can make more money. It is literally six chapters long on just six components on how we can get noticed. It's kind of like six sales classes in book format. Um, and so nice, easy to read. But what you do is you read it, you do it, you read it, you do it. It's done in such a way that it doesn't overwhelm you. My next book, this is gonna be the front cover. And the cover means nothing to what's inside, but it is who I am. Yes, it and, is. And um, you know what's interesting is I was actually given just the the face picture. Where is it? The face bit to run that separate without the family. If I didn't want the family there, it doesn't work the same. When I put the just the face up and I just go, it doesn't look like me at all. But put me with the group, including the dog at the bottom. Like <laughs> all of a sudden, that's who I am. It's not a picture. It's who I am. Um, but that's the cover of my next book. Um, even though it doesn't mean anything to do with the, the name of the book. The book's called How to Go from No Sales to Sales. But it gives you a feel of who I am so that then in the training you get it. Like, so it's really exciting. I've, um, the pictures that I've got have, have nothing to do with the story. It's just who I am and it all projects in it. So yeah, the next one, five chapters long, interestingly. But How to Go from No Sales to Sales, it's only a five-step system. Right, so you only need to know the five steps, uh, no, how to do the five steps, five steps are easy, but it's how to do the five steps. So it's a how-to book um, on how to do each of the five steps so that sales becomes much easier. So um, that one's gonna be pre-sold through my kiddos so that um, they can learn about sales and then they'll learn a commission and you know, it's very hard to say no to a child when they're earning money. Um, everyone will buy the book. <laughs> and then, you know, another way of becoming famous, but, um, You've been a yeah. perfect example to your boys of entrepreneurship. And I think that really does show through what you're encouraging them to do within your own marketing business. And just yeah. like you've taught us over the years, it is seriously a matter of people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Yeah. And for yeah. you to show that picture of you and the family, when you say that's just who you are, I want to know who someone is before I'm able to do business with him or her. And you are a beautiful example of that. Thank you. If I can have two more seconds. So in regards to teaching people how to speak, I have to learn how to speak about people and what they sell, right? And then pass the message. I practice all the time, right? It's all about practice. So with my boys, right, to teach them how to earn money and, you know, sales and things like that, little things like this. So I'm going to do a shameless plug for you, Kathy. So I got Kathy's books in the post the other day, right? And the boys said, who are they from? And I said, that's from Kathy. So Kathy's the one that teaches me about YouTube. All right, she's the one that we help, you know, that we, we signed up for a YouTube channel and helped and we've been watching it go up and up and up. So I think we, signed, we all subscribed at about 200 and you're now at 512, right? But then they go, 
Well, if she does YouTube, so is that what she sells? So because she actually sells an anagic water system. And now I have a step in to explain. What's an anagic water system? Oh, guys, this is the most amazing thing. Now, listen to what I say here, everyone, right? It's an amazing thing. It's a box that sits on you. It goes with your water. It costs in Australia about $5,000 and it negatively charges your water. So the boys go, $5,000? Oh, my God. Water is free. It costs $5,000. Who buys it? What is negative charged water? So... Our water is positively charged. And I said, here's how I, the best way I can describe it, I think, right? So this is my version to small kids, right? If we look at magnets, right? So I believe positive charged water isn't as hydrating as negatively charged water. So to explain it to a child, I've gone, all right, so think of it like a magnet. If the inside of our stomach was a positive magnet and we drink water that's positive, What's going to happen to that water? And they said it's going to push away. Right, it's not going to go into our body to hydrate us. Now, if the inside of our stomach is a positive magnet and we drink negatively charged water, what's going to happen? They're going to go, it's going to suck to the side. Oh, it's going to go in the body. It sounds like that would be really good for us. It does, doesn't it? And I believe that this water is better for us. And they've gone, so if it's better for us, then they, they, they work it out. They're 10 and 12, by the way. They've gone, so do we have to drink as much? I don't think so, because it's going to be better for us. We could drink less, and it costs $5,000, you say. But we'll be healthy all the time? Yes. They're like, actually, that sounds like a good price. We only have to pay it once, right? Only once. There you go. A 10 and a 12-year-old can work out the price. If they hear the price with the product, and then find out later what it does, very simply, they work out the rest. So if a child can do it, imagine if we left an adult just with the idea of product and price, allow them to ask a couple of questions, what does it do? Answer simply and let them answer their own questions, like work it out themselves. So that's how we get to use sales. And I got to do my shameless plug again, to everyone across the world forever. <laughs> Buy an Arctic water system from Kathy because she will hydrate your, your body. <laughs> your boys are seriously going to be the dynamic pieces of my sales force. Oh my gosh, that is fantastic. And I really do mean that. But look at the logic that you just allowed them to express. And by explaining the pieces to it, the price doesn't turn out to be so bad. And when your genius marketing tips, as far as $20.22, next year I anticipate it will be $20.23. That is yeah. a genius marketing plan, my friend. And before we leave today, I would like you to share something that you haven't shared yet that you would like our viewers to know. Oh my gosh, can you point me in a direction? All right, my birthday is the 31st of January. Everybody <laughs> should take it as a holiday. Go either <laughs> water sliding, that's what I do, and eat chocolate, I do that too. If you're in a cold place, don't do that. Uh, well, eat the chocolate, but you might yeah. not want the water slides. I was informed of that this morning. Um, by all means, send me chocolates, I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> so tell us about networking groups. Because yeah, okay, so I'm really easy to find. Google actually knows who I am. If you put in Mr. Okay. Henkel and if you put in um, even networking, 
Google knows who I am. I've had articles and I've been on um, podcasts and things. So I don't have a website as such, but Google knows. It's compiling information. My email address is down the bottom here. Kathy has that through a banner. Uh, my sales classes start at, as Kathy said, the year that we're born is like um, $20.22. So the idea was to help as many people in 2022 for $20.22. Um, it started last year as a 2021 experiment. A good friend of mine, Joe Holbrook, who's written a great parenting book, she started that and I thought that's a cool idea. And, um, but my secret to sales is to make it easy. It's practical for today's stuff, but I do believe that most people have had some sort of sales training, but need a tweak to make the sales training work look for 20 bucks get the help so if you are struggling with sales if, or if anyone you know is struggling with sales for 20 dollars you can just email me and say i think i need a hand i'm going to chat to you and um and i promise um stuff happens on the other side i have this magic way of just people getting excited if you're excited by sales you may not be excited but um but I have a way of turning it around and um, and just giving you one small thing to do, like the just start delivering the price and that will change everything for you. So you only need one small tip. You don't need a thousand. You just need one small to practice on and good stuff happens on the other side. So I'm easy to find. I am available to the whole world. I'm only planning on helping 7.6 billion. So there's a good chance anyone that needs a hand, oh, my door's open. <laughs> I'll answer the phone. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And honestly, I appreciate, I, I can't even tell you how exciting this is for me. Every time I see you in a Zoom room, it's just like, oh my gosh, Misty's here. This is going to change the flavor of the whole event. And I am super thrilled that you were a guest today on Kathy Chat. I have loved this so much. Thank you so much, Kathy. This is Absolutely. so much fun. And thank you all for being with us today on Kathy Chat. This is Misty Henkel, international sales trainer and the queen of networking. And seriously, mistyhenkel at gmail.com is the best way to reach this superstar. She's all over the internet, all the different social media platforms, and you might get to see her in your next Zoom room, my, my friends. This is fantastic. Thank you again, Misty. Thank you so much, Kathy. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you.